You're listening to PodcastJuice.net. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to PodcastJuice.net. You're listening to This Is What We Do, and uh, we do it very well. I am joined here with Mr. Q-Storm. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Ready to get into this. I'm not sure what the topics are, but I'm sure they will be enlightening. All right. And next up, Mr. Sean Hill. How are you, sir? Doing well, enjoying another beautiful day in San Diego, California. Right, and my name is Michael Dean, and a quick shout out to Big Sexy and Sack couldn't make it today, and also Aunt Pooh. Shout out to those brothers, wherever you are. We'll see you next week, hopefully. All right, so let's get things started. First story that we have here, we're going to talk a little bit about Prince. Prince was in the news. He uh, did the Essence Fest uh, last week. Was it? I think it was on the fourth or the, the day after the fourth. The, the fourth the fourth and uh this was his second time performing at the festival he his first time was i think like 10 years ago uh he performed and you know essence fest is a pretty big festival it's a pretty big deal uh based off of the essence magazine and probably bigger than the magazine at this point but anyway prince did his thing as usual and there was an uh a uh, r&b singer who uh had a little issue with Prince and he got online and kind of got a little crazy. Uh, singer by the name of Little Mo, who you may re- <laughs> you may remember her from the '90s. Well, she's Superwoman. Yeah, actually, I don't even remember that song, but uh, I remember the other song she had. Well, I think a lot of her songs had "Fabulous" the rapper on them, and she was kind of like a backup singer for their whole crew. Essentially, sort of a one-hit wonder type of thing. You know, I think she may have had one major album and then if she did have the other albums they were sort of you know independent or in the ether uh shade uh included uh, in that realm but anyway apparently she says she was at the essence festival and you know she made a point to let us know she had a vip pass that gives her all access and i guess she was either backstage or close to the stage area and you know prince was getting ready to perform or come on stage and uh, she said the New Orleans police pushed her out of the way and maybe said she couldn't use the bathroom because Prince was coming through. So, you know, get out the way, get out the way. Get, get out. Uh, actually, we have a little technical problem here. One second. And uh, so, yeah, he pushed her out of the way. She was pushed out of the way. Those are her words. And so she took to Instagram to uh, post her grievances and her displeasure and was started to kind of go in on Prince. And then even... Went so far as to post a picture, I think of Kermit the Frog or something, but it was kind of like she was saying, and Prince couldn't even hit the notes singing. I'm looking and, at it right now. <laughs> yeah, what did she say specifically? But he didn't eem, E-E-M, as an even. He he didn't eem hit all the damn notes. Nah, still not my business, and this T goes. Yeah, and, you know, uh, the, the spelling, the... the, the uh, what they call it, Ebonics. It was highly e- Ebonics plague. She might have went to the same school as T.I. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Twitter Twitter, and Instagram and the internet let her have it, as they should. And, you know, I started making me think that, and even Prince sort of tweeted uh, a shot at her, which was hysterical. Uh, but it made me think that there are certain people in pop culture, and I'm going to speak specifically uh, sort of in African-American uh, pop culture that are untouchable. Like you can't really come at them unless your shit is super on deck. And this to me is an example where, you know, the people 
went at Little Mo Hart, you know, uh, and they clowned her to death. And it's going to be no different than, you know, if you, you tried to go at like a Stevie Wonder or, you know, you, you tried to go at Michael Jackson or, you know what I mean? There's, there's certain people that you, you're not allowed to come at. Particularly if you haven't really achieved anything, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, of note, of, of 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 real note, and it made me think of that. It also made me think of which will be a topic of a, a different show, but skipping steps and like what you see a lot of today is these entertainers have skipped so many steps to get to fame, where they get delusion to think that what they're really doing is important, but it's not, like. You're not on the level of Prince. Uh, with respect to Little Mo, you have not done the work. You've, you, you went on, so she's on reality TV now, but you've only done like one album, maybe two. You, you're on a reality show, and now you're trying to comment about a legend who's done, you know, 30 plus years of consistent work over and over and has crafted something, right, that the people recognize so the people aren't going to allow you to speak on it because in their mind you're not even a legitimate source of information or critique right so it's like <clears throat> no different than um some would argue a kanye west where in some people's minds they may see him doing work and i give him credit he does he's doing the work but he isn't to the level of the legends yet but he speaks as if he's on the level of Michael or something, right? But the people might be like, well, sir, no. You still have to do the work. You can't skip steps. And because it is so easy to skip steps right now, you can have one little hit, and you can be all over the press for a minute. And you might think you're doing something hot. But, you know, are you going to last another year or two years? So I think little Mo has to be, she needs to understand that you, you skip steps. You were gone for 10 years yourself. Now you, you're in, you're probably getting the most press she's ever had yeah. with this disc. Uh, I'm running on. Sean, did you have any, uh, did you saw this? Well, I, I, you know, I saw the headline in my first, and I think Big Sexy said the same thing. Who is Lil Mo? Exactly. <laughs> so, so I'm like, why, why, why am I even going to click on this link? I don't even know who this is that's dissing Prince. And now that I've, that I've heard what kind of happened, I can I can understand. Flip the script. Let's say she's getting ready to go on stage. She's walking with her entourage or whatever, and then here comes some some schmo wanting to use the bathroom. It's no, schmo. move, <laughs> schmo, move. That's what I, I don't know. That's just what I get with. You know, you know, move. Get out. Get out of my way. Who are you? And why are you? You know, impeding my going on stage. So you know, if, if if that was her, she would do the same thing. So I don't even. This is almost like a non-issue. But yeah, you're you're definitely right. She's. I mean, I'd never heard the name Lil Mo. I'm sure there's other people that haven't. Maybe some people are like, well, let let me check her out. I mean, I again, I don't know who she is. Never heard of her. Don't know any of her songs. Um, you know, as you said, you you eloquently said it. Prince has done the work for you know 30 plus years. Uh, he's probably had more, you know, top 10 hits than she has songs. So, you know, his B sides, his B sides are bigger than her career. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> so this is a, you know, this is a case of sit down child, you know, somebody come get a little mode. Let me go turn out the Superdome. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Q, you got anything on this? Yeah. You know, the thing is that it's, 
it's really sad because, I mean, I, I knew who Little Mo was. I actually have that single, Superwoman. I have that in the remix, which probably popped off even harder than the single. And she is a talented singer. But it seems like to me, if you have the talent and you have the craft, then you know who Prince is. You know, who's, you know who Michael Jackson is. You know who uh, James Brown. There's some certain people that you know, okay, I'm not going to fuck with him. Uh, exactly. I can't go pee right now. But that's Prince. That's just how it goes. You know, so you would think... it. I thought she had more sense. Because I remember when she was big, and like you said, she was with Fabulous and all that. And I just thought she she just came off as a little bit more level-headed and had some sense back when she was she had that one hit. Have, so, you, have you seen her on that reality show? Is it R&B Divas of L.A. or something like that? I don't watch any of that stuff. You, I did. I, yeah, I, I don't she, she doesn't have any sense. If you <laughs> okay, well, see, I don't know. I, I ever since the last time I spun Superwoman in my car was probably <laughs> two thousand one. So, and that song came out around ninety nine, two thousand, maybe. So that's the last I knew of her. I'm surprised that she's even being spoken about, or she even got back backstage passes. So yeah, only because of that, the success of that show. Is is the only reason why she's even back there? Yeah. She's so like, can we can we, I was, can we say that that Prince is probably the hierarchy as far as not you know not not fucking with that's living. Oh, I mean, course, you can yeah. argue you can argue Michael Jackson, but I, I mean just living. So like you know, if, say if Beyonce throws a diss at Prince, I don't know why she would, but it would be the same thing. Well, you know, compare your career to Prince's career. And I'll take Prince's any day of the week. At least you know, I could understand the Beyonce if she, you know, was to say something. At least I could say, well, she's got a body of work, at least, right? Yeah. As a, yeah. Pers- a person who had one song. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, 15 you know, years you know, ago. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's I'm done. The other thing is, these people, I'm sounding like, sound like Bill Cosby now, these people... <laughs> <laughs> They need to understand when you call yourself little anything, little Mo, little little Wayne, little Bow Wow, whatever. You can't be expected. You can't be expected to be taken seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Little Mo versus Prince. (laughs) Come on, little Mo. (laughs) That name is so dated. Little Mo. did you guys kind of on the same subject? Did you guys happen to see the the set list for the for the Essence show? I didn't. No, I did not. It was it was what I feared. It was a it was a hit show. Which I mean, I understand it. That it's that crowd. He has to do those songs. But I had contemplated seriously uh, flying out there for it. And I'm just like, I just know he's gonna, you know, it's just gonna be take me with you, the take me with the Raspberry Beret medley, and you know the sample set which he did that, and you know I just like I don't want to, I don't want to invest the time to go and it just be songs that I've heard a trillion times live, and and it was, but of course I'm hearing, I read and heard from various sources that of course best show ever, you know I had a lot of friends that went, and you know I'm like, yeah, well you should have gone, I'm like, nah, sorry. Been there, done that. <laughs> I got to ask a question. I know this isn't about Prince, but I, I hear you guys say this all the time. I, I kind of understand it, but I hear you guys say it over and over again. What is so bad about seeing Prince perform his hits? For me, I've, been, I've seen the dude live since 83, and I've been to, I think I've been to 15 shows, 
something like that. And there's only so many times. And that let me just give you an example. That Raspberry Beret Take Me With You medley. He's been doing that consistently since 1997. It debuted on the Today Show, uh, Brian Gubble's last show, I think. And he's done that every single time I've seen him since. It's just, I don't know. I mean, the guy has so many hits. I could go through a list of songs that he's, you know, he's never performed live or rarely. I don't know. I, Tambourine comes to mind. Uh, uh, Joy Repetition. I know he's done that, but not as much as he as he should have. Uh, I mean, there's only so many times you can hear Kiss, you know, when Doves Cry, uh, Let's Go Crazy, at least in the, in the way that he's been doing them lately. Uh, I just... Right. I want to hear. I want to hear that back catalog. Yeah, well, you know, last the, the, go ahead. Go ahead. You know, I, well, I, 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 say, go I'm sorry. Were you finished? No, I was just gonna say one last thing. The one time, the last time I saw him, he opened with a 30 minute rendition of "When I Laid My Hands on You." I was in hog heaven. <laughs> okay, so the thing is though, and we got to understand this is Prince, and and him being the legend and all the you know the icon, he's got multiple people he's got to appease. And exactly, we've yes. spoke about this before. He has to appease, he has to play to whatever the audience is, a particular place he's going to play. So an arena show like this and the Essence Festival, yeah, he's not going to open it up with 30-minute lay your hands on you. People will be up in arms. They'll <laughs> <laughs> be like, what the? You know, here's the audience. Hey, girl, we going to see Prince, girl. Oh, you know, oh, yeah, girl. Well, hey, and, you know, he better play them hits because <laughs> he get to play in some obscure... You know, prolonged 30 minutes that people people gonna walk out because they don't know them songs they're here to have a good time hear all that classic stuff that they love that's that prince and he knows that i gotta be this i gotta be prince because this is what they paying for now when he goes to the after shows and the obscure type shows yeah you're gonna hear what you you know for us the, the hardcore fan yeah right, yeah that's where we get that but we gotta understand like my man he still has to maintain the empire and the legend and he has to go do those. He got to play Purple Marine. He got to play Kiss. And we've all heard it before. But he has to do that. That's the no, I, part I, of yeah, being I, successful like that. Well, but, no, and I, I totally understand that. It's I, just, I, I just wanted to jump was, in real quick. Go, I just wanted ahead. to say, um, Sean, I completely respect what you what you said. That, that was a, that was a great answer. I, I and I I understand it because I, I'm of the mind that I could I would survive if I never heard Purple Rain again or well. I was going to say Kiss, but he killed him when I saw him at the Welcome to America tour. Um, maybe it's because I've only seen him live maybe four times. But then I think about Michael Jackson. I've seen, I've never seen, I haven't seen him live, but I've seen more of his concerts on VHS or whatever. And yet his set list kind of is the same, and it's very repetitive. Even the the last thing he did, This Is It, yeah, concert film. I could predict what song was going to come, and I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah. So I, you know. Put it that way, yeah, and I guess I, I see your point. Maybe I, because I've never heard him play When Doves Cry live. I still would like to hear that, so maybe that's where I'm coming from. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, that's... he's got to play to the mass crowd, obviously, yeah. in those type of places, and they want to hear that. That's what they come to see. Yeah. It's it's not our, it's not us, this, this you know, the hardcore. We're not going to fill that stadium, you know. Well, that's what made the One Night Alone tour so, so just refreshing, such a, breath of fresh air because it, he wasn't relying on his on his back catalog to to do a good show um i mean i think the only songs at least what i saw were when you were mine strange relationship um 
Oh, and the and the medley. <laughs> Take you with right. you, Raspberry Ray. But it's a smaller, smaller center. venues too. It's not playing to yeah. the major, you know, mainstream audience either. Here, here's a here's a bit of useless trivia for you. What song would you would you guess that he has performed the most besides Purple Rain since its uh, inception? Wow, I was going to say Purple Rain, but let's go crazy. Let's go crazy. No, Raspberry Beret. No. Give up. <laughs> do me, baby. Really? Yeah, that's a big hit. Do, do me, do me, baby has appeared in more tours than most of his other bigger hits. Now, that's granted, pretty- that song does does have a two tour head start, <laughs> but it even appeared on some show, uh, some tours that his bigger hits did not. So well, that's one I, of I his cl- that that's one of his classic slow jams. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I always wonder why he doesn't do International Lover, though. That one's like, uh, maybe it's just the, it, he finds it corny now or something, but he's he's never done that since since the 1999 or the Purple Rain tour. All right. All right. Well, we got to move on. We're just making Moving a Prince podcast. All right. <laughs> Next up, uh, in in the news, Miss, Miss uh, Stacey Dash. Stacey Dash. So she's uh, now she's sort of a Fox News commentary. Person, oh, okay. she's she's always on there it seems, and um, she uh, there was a segment where they're talking about uh, Kanye West, and uh, I guess Kanye made some statements uh, at one of his concerts, and I heard that he sort of was getting booed by the audience. I'm gonna read really Kanye Kanye yeah. made some controversial statements, really? right? So let me read <laughs> let me read some of what he says here, and this was in London at the Wireless Festival. Uh, he says, "I want to bring my family to the movies without thirty mother efforts following me." West said, everybody here, they like sex, right? Sex is great when you and your partner are like, hey, this is what we both want to do. But if one of these people don't want to do that, what is that called? That's called rape. That is called violation. All right. So Stacey Dash was on a panel with some other people on Fox and they turned her mic on and went to her and gave her the spotlight. And they were asking her, you know, she's black. Right. They're saying you're a celebrity. You know, you've had the paparazzi sort of thing. What do you think about this? And uh, she says, uh, for Kanye to say rape, maybe he needs to spend some time in Rikers Island. Uh, go to Rikers for a little while, and then we'll know. Then he'll know what rape is. <laughs> wow. Now, I, I, don't, I, I don't know how you follow that, but she, I don't know why they have her on there. Like she sounds crazy and it makes them look bad to me. Like to have, this is a news channel and you got somebody up there that's just spouting off some craziness, but let's start with Q storm. What what do you think about this? Mike, first of all, you, you, you need to rescind two of the things you just said. You said, she sounds crazy. And you said Fox news channel is a news show. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Uh, I mean, actually I don't necessarily disagree with, uh, Stacey Dash's, uh, position. I mean, you 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 compare uh, what Halle Berry did in getting a law written that uh, paparazzi cannot follow celebrities that have their children. She didn't. Uh, she she didn't go out there talking stupid using throwing about the term rape, which is a political hot button. Uh, it's not a good idea to compare rape to anything other than rape. Yeah. So I don't necessarily disagree with Stacey Dash. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So you don't have any problem with her saying, "Well, he should get raped to know what it feels like." That that doesn't make sense. Well, I think they were both speaking in hyperbole. 
Only hers made sense. <laughs> That's it. But she's yeah. So to me, it's different. Now, if a man would have said that, and so well, I hope that uh, Stacy Dash gets raped, that would they he'd be done. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's one thing to compare your own situation to rape, and it could be wrong. But that's your situation, right? You're speaking about yourself. To say that you want to see somebody else get violently raped. She didn't say, but she wasn't saying that literally, though, Mike. She was. Well, I know it's not literally, but she's saying that a guy about, she's like, well, why doesn't he go get raped so he can know what he's talking about? I mean, why would you want, you know, you're talking somebody else. But again, she she wasn't saying it literally. She was using uh, the same hyperbole that Kanye West was using. Right, but he's speaking about himself. Is uh, that's what I'm saying? It's different. It'd be one thing if she said, "Well, man, I can go get raped, so I can." I know. Feel, but she's not saying. She's saying, "I want you might- to go." To, it'd be different. That's what I'm saying. If if Kanye got up on stage and said, "Oh, well, I want to see this other celebrity get raped," and it's hyperbole, he wouldn't get a pass. Well, here's what I'm saying. I understand your point, but what I'm saying is that even though he's speaking about himself, he is invoking millions of women across the globe who have been raped. And who, by saying that, it diminishes their experience that was traumatic. Right. So that's on them to speak on themselves to say that. But you still don't say, well, hyperbole or not, I'll, let's go see him get violently raped and see how he feels about it. That doesn't make sense. I mean, that's just, I, I don't, I don't, that doesn't get a pass for me. That's not. Because if he would have said it about her, he would, he would, he'd be all hell broken. But I guess what I'm saying, some people would say him invoking the term rape is the same as saying, uh, putting yourself on the same level as women who have been raped, and it, and it shouldn't be. You should not say. Well, that. I agree. I don't think he said it right, but I understand what he's. You understand what he's saying, though. He's I understand not, what he's saying. He's but... not the best uh, speaker about this type of stuff, <laughs> but he obviously I understand his point. But then for now, you to, but for her to say, and her understanding what he meant by what he said, it though he may not have used the right word. But words. what did she say that was wrong? She she. She was yeah. saying, in effect, she was saying, Kanye, you don't really know what you're saying because if you knew what it was like to be raped, you wouldn't have said that. So she's saying, but she didn't say that could... though. She didn't. That's no, no, what no, she. That's what she that's... probably means. But she didn't. No, say no, that. no. But that's she. She's saying that. In 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 essence, she's saying you said something that you don't really know what you're talking about. You have to experience it before you come out your mouth and say that. I, that's what she. That's what she means. I get that. I get that. That's what she means. But the way she said it, just as the way he may have said it was crazy, hers is even more crazy to me because she's not speaking her, about herself. I, I she's speaking about another crazy. person getting, and she's making crazy. it very violent. Right? Nah, hers is not more crazy. I think his You don't is think crazy. hers is more crazy? Let me explain. I want you to go his, to prison and get run up through. Uh, well, if we understand <laughs> that she didn't mean that literally. But that's what she said figuratively. <laughs> right. Figuratively and literally are two different things. What I'm saying is that he said it as though he was on a righteous platform. Which he could be for himself. He may believe that. But he, then he's an idiot. No, cool. we're not arguing him being an idiot. We're not arguing that. We know and that. He, he needs to be disavowed of that idiocy. And to me, just like what we were talking about with the, the film we reviewed, sometimes you got to do some drastic things to get your point across. Yeah, but she's not the one to do that. Why not? She's a woman. So what does that got to do with anything? Women don't oh, like being raped. Neither Bro, do men. Women. Do men don't? I don't like being raped either. Newsflash. Yeah, but, but now see, now we're living in. Now let's come back to reality. The, cha- the 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 percentage of men who are raped by women is infinitesimal 
as compared to the percentage of women. Who so are that raped. means rape is different levels of being raped now because we no, don't normally I'm, get raped more than that means you can get it raped because you don't get raped that much. It's OK for you to get more rape, get raped now because we deal with it all the time. Well, that see, Mike, no I'm, Mike, I got to challenge you on something. Go ahead. I just hear me real quick. In the one breath, you say you understand that she wasn't being literal. But now you're making an argument as though she literally said he, he should go get raped. So which one is it? No, I said I understand what she's trying to say, but the right. way she said it, I have a problem with. I didn't deviate I don't from if, that. If you know she's using hyperbole, why do you have a problem? The same way with what he said, I have. A, you have a problem with what and he said, why, and you, but you understand what he said, right? You understand he what said, he was trying to say, I guess, is one of my questions to you. Like, I, I understand what she's trying no, to no, no. say, but I, I don't, the way she like, said it, I don't agree with it. Well, I don't know I'm how saying, that doesn't make sense. I don't understand. All right. Ding. Okay, guys. Go ahead. Go, go to go to, go to neutral corners. <laughs> <laughs> Round one is over. Round one. <laughs> no, go ahead, Sean. Right. Hasn't someone else used that same um, scenario? Yes. It was. Um, uh, I think it was Gwyneth Paltrow. Uh, you're. You're. I think you're right. I think Gwyneth you're right. Paltrow. Yeah. And she got smacked down too. You know. I, Did I, they wish her I, to get raped? I don't remember what she's. I don't know what she said, but what, did somebody she say said, you should go uh, get raped and get enough count through? Someone said something like, uh, "It feels like I'm being raped when I'm chased by paparazzi or something like that." Okay, I'm not sure. I, I'm did, not sure. And did somebody say, "Oh, she should just go get raped then"? And they meant that. Matter? And they Why meant that it was like you don't know what it feels like. But no, no, no one said that. Well, okay, that's I don't know what it matters though. Well, it does matter because she said it. We're talking about Stacey Jazz. She did say it though. That's why it's in the news. No, I'm saying, okay. I'm saying we, Sean and I are, are contemplating, did someone else say that? And your response is, but did someone else say she should get raped? And I'm like, why does that matter? Because I'm comparing it to Stacey J- Dash. That's why it matters to me. I know, but what, okay. I I, <laughs> I think. It matters to me. I mean, I matter to you. But. I know. I I know, but what I think what Kanye said was out of pocket and she came back hard to say, stay in your lane. Don't talk about things you don't understand. And I'm going to use the same hyperbole that you use. It was going to affect you more to draw you out of your idiotic position. All right. There's so many different ways he could have said that. I agree. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, what he said was wrong. And then we're we're taking the words of somebody that's on Fox News as as <laughs> I. So I I don't even give her any validity at all. Now, if she was on News One and said that, no, maybe that would be a different story. No, yeah, th- that word should not. I mean, violated is is uh, a good enough word, a good enough comparison word to use in that in that situation, you know. But he's a star. He wants that attention. Why do you think he says stuff like this to get attention? Why why would he stop his concert? Uh, you said this was at a concert, so I'm just taking that as your right. word. Yeah. Why why would he, why would he stop a concert to say that? It, it, this it is it's his up. stick, basically. Yeah, no, I know, I know, but I'm, <laughs> well, yes, well, he he goes on these massive rants in his shows. That's his thing. What what do I always say whenever we talk about Kanye? Shut up, Kanye. Just sing. Just rap. Shut up. Stop talking. Let your music speak for itself. Because obviously you can't. So just <laughs> go in the studio, lay down some tracks, rap, auto-tune over them, whatever. Shut up. I'm sounding like Big Sexy a little bit there. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's yeah, 
That's I'm, 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 I'm in. I think. Well, I'm not gonna say she's stupid. I don't. I don't want to say that just because she has different political views than I do. But I, I'm in her camp on on this one. All right. Well, I'm not. All right. Moving on. Uh, here's something I wanted to, to ask Sean about. Uh, the movie Snowpiercer. <sighs> oh. So I went. I went and saw this movie. It was after you had said about it, and then I saw another person's. Re- uh, did a review on it, who I really like, and he was ecstatic about it. He's like, man, this is great. So I said, let me go see this. So I found the theater in Seattle. It was playing. I was only playing at one theater. Let me set it up. It's interesting to me. We get to this theater, and I hadn't been to this theater in over 10 years, and, and the movie had already just started. And so we come in there, and this particular theater, for whatever reason, they, they have no lights on. Like the only light is on the screen and literally every light is off. So you can't see who's in the seats. It's that dark. Right. <laughs> and so I'm walking and I'm like, uh, and this was like on a Thursday afternoon or something. And I sort of walked toward, and first we didn't want to walk down the aisle way. Cause you literally cannot see at all. Like if it's so dark, like if I wasn't holding my girlfriend's hand and I walked in front of her, I could not see her. Wow. That's how crazy. Well, I never been in a theater like this. So I get to one seat and I gr- grab it and there's somebody there, but I couldn't. I said, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so I'm like, God damn. You about to get capped, bro. Yeah, I'm like, God damn. And so and then and then I can't see my girlfriend. I'm like, whoa. And I don't want to say nothing because speaking over the movie. So she finally kind of runs into me. And I'm like, let's just go back and wait for a light scene or something to come on. And we're waiting for a minute and nothing. I'm like, God damn it. Mike, gotta- did you have your cell phone that you could turn wait, on? Wait, again. This is, I don't know other cities in Seattle they take these movies so serious. You pull on a bright ass light, all hell can break loose. So I'm like, okay. And so eventually, I said, you know what? Pull the cell phone out, point it to the ground. It doesn't really do any good. So I just inadvertently just walk somewhere and I feel, and I, I can feel there's two empty seats. I said, like, come on, just sit right here. So anyway, we sit down. The movie and finally a big bright scene comes on, and that you can see the audience for a second. That theater is jam-packed. Wow. I was like, God damn. So anyway, Snowpiercer. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was great, man. It was, it's the first thing for me is a lot of action, a lot of brutal action at times. Please it's, don't spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it at all. It was funny at times. And I saw it with a packed house and people were very responsive to it. it was, that was good. But I really, I didn't know what to expect. I really enjoyed this movie. It it was different because I can tell it's not an American made movie per se, but it has some of the sensibilities, but it has a little quirkiness to it. So I was like, I, I admire that. And and I'm not saying this is a smart movie, but it's a little smarter than your average action sort of sci fi ish type movie. And so I enjoyed I, I actually I really liked it. I thought it was really good. Uh Chris Evans I thought was great in the movie. Uh, Octavia Spencer, if I'm saying her name right, was good. Yeah. And there was a couple other little characters who I don't know their real actor names, but I remember kind of seeing them from different things. And I was kind of like, oh, okay. And again, this the action, it was dope. I, I really liked that movie. And I ended up telling a lot of people about it. And they have since seen it. And they really have liked it too. Um, so I'm curious, like, what did, I, I don't remember what you said you didn't like about the movie, but what did you not like about it? Everything. Oh, now, now let me let me let me let me preface this by saying a couple of things. I saw this uh, the last day of my uh, anniversary staycation, so I may have still been on a on a anniversary high. 
And this was one of the first films that I was able to take my wife to uh, to screen. So we, uh, so she was off work because we were still doing that. And so maybe that had something to do with it. I don't know. It was just horrible. I'll, I'll start with the uh, Tilda Swinton, Sweeten, whatever her name, that character. Now, I know you said it was quirky. Did you find that character funny or quirky? Both, yes. She was funny. Okay. Hilarious. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, Q. I'm going to have to say this. Um, <laughs> when, when, when her character, this was way, I clapped when her character left the movie. Okay. I I literally I literally said, "Thank God." Wow. <laughs> I've never done that. Okay, so she, I don't know. So she gets killed. I take it. <laughs> yeah, she gets killed, and I Great. clapped. I clapped. I was so happy that that was the most annoying character I think I've ever seen in a movie. Seriously, um, I you know I just don't like things that beat you over the head with their message. And I mean you know we got the the downtrodden future. Is there any other future you know in, in the movies? About time someone lighten it up. Each car represented a different class. Right, yes, right. I get that. The closer you get to the front, the better that gets and. Uh, but I'll tell you where I really, really, really lost it was at the, the classroom. I was about to say that. I, I love that. But go ahead. <laughs> God, that is just where I, I threw my hands up. I, I literally took my notepad, put my pen in it, put it in my backpack, shut it. And I said, I am not going to review this movie. Wow. I just do not like. And then I'm like, OK, Ed Harris, Ed Harris, Ed Harris is in it. Ed, Ed Harris, he saved Pain and Gain. You know, he saved some other movies. He'll come in and, and he'll do this thing right. Ed Harris comes in. He does his thing, but it's just he's it was his his speech is stuff that you've heard before. I mean, there was nothing in this movie that I that I hadn't seen before. And and the the, the messages of it and then the ending. The, I won't say what it is, but the last shot in the movie. I'm like, seriously, really, that that's that's your message. Um, yeah, I, I just I didn't like Octavia. I didn't like Chris Evans. I didn't like the action. Well, I tell you about it. There was one one good action scene. You probably know the one kind of before they get to the class. That scene was interesting. But yeah, it was just it was I, I hate to say, it, but it was a lifeless film. It was so bad. I ended, like I say, I ended up not reviewing it. And I even apologized to my wife. <laughs> I remember you saying that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I apologized to her for taking her. I said, "I'm sorry, honey. I wish that, you know something better was screening, but you know this was, this was it." And I mean, she likes pretty much everything, and she hated it too. She hated it so much. She pulled out her phone in the middle of the thing. Now I'm I'm pressed. I can't have a phone go. Right, I'm like, right. baby, put put your phone up. Put your phone up. She just goes. <sighs> This movie's boring. I said, I'm sorry, just wow. but you gotta put your you gotta put your phone up. So yeah, I I, I guess I can respect your viewpoint. I I just like I said, I again, it's not I'm not heralding it as you know the best movie of all time or anything, but I really enjoyed it, and I know I, that people I've talked to who saw. Yeah, I know people I've talked to who've seen it. Like this one it, brother, I, I told him to see it. He said he watched it twice. He was like, that was just shit. You know, so. I just, I just <laughs> even even uh, Entertainment Weekly, they've got this big write-up on it uh, in this week's uh, in, 
in this week's issue. And, uh, you know, they have the, I don't know if you read the magazine or not, but they have like a must see section and they talk about things that you, you've got to see or whatever. And it's the first thing listed. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the must list. And I'll, I'll just read it here. Uh, we've said it once and we'll say it again. This visually arresting thriller starring Chris Evans and Tilda Swinton is the surprise must see of the summer now and why release an available uh, video on demand. I am in the minority. I thought it was the most annoying. I I I put it. On, I couldn't put it on my best uh, worst list because at the time when I wow. published that, it it hadn't come out yet, and I'm under a press embargo. I can't. Although it it right, was right. out in yeah. certain markets. Right. Yeah. So, but it would have been it would have been number one on my on my worst list. Wow. Well, this or number two. All right. So here I, I say, go see it for yourself. It's on, yes. on demand now. You can catch it. Uh, action, it my Fios? action. Anyone know if it's on Fios on demand? I'm not sure. It might be. It should be. I'm it's, dying. All major it. places, it should be on there. But yeah, you go see it. And I don't you, know why I can't find it in Phil. It's nowhere in Philadelphia. Nowhere near Philadelphia. Yeah, it was very small, that, that, sort of weird release. But that, yeah. that should tell you something, Q. <laughs> no, it don't tell you nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, Sean, I listen. I got to tell you, I usually am a naysayer when it comes to everyone else loving movies, but man, it's it's. I don't see hardly. I'm hard pressed to find a bad review. I, I yes, and you're right. I haven't seen one either. But and I didn't since I didn't actually write it. You still have it, <laughs> but I've given you my verbal. I mean, again, see it. See, I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, yeah, definitely. If you if you can find it. All right, there we go. We're going to have to cut it here, unfortunately. Um, so this has been This Is What We Do. Uh, you know how we do all the time. I ask you to check out Podcast Juice All Access. We can always use the support. It's only $5 a month. That's nothing. So definitely uh, show some love. Hook us up on that. Um, let's see what else has got coming out. We got a new website is up and running now for, for a while. Check that out. Let us know what you think. Um, also, we're going to continue to keep pumping these shows. Um, I will do another show later, talk about it, but I'm going to give you a, a sneak peek. I'm going to be on my uh, sort of 30, 45-day road to freedom uh, march. So I'm you know, putting that in your head now. Yes, going full-time. It's about to happen. So we got to do what we got to do. Look out for that. Now, before we leave, Q-Storm, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at all the usual haunts. You can go to qstorm.com, qstorm.com forward slash lightning strikes and check out some of my movie reviews. Disagree or agree with me, if you will. Uh, You can check me out on Facebook, Michael Jones. I'm I'm posting stuff just about every half hour. And you can check me out on Twitter at qstorm3476. All right, Mr. Sean Hill, where can they find you? All right, you can find me on my blog, hillstreetviews.blogspot.com. Find me on Facebook, Sean Hill, and uh, Real Movie Talk. And hit me up on Twitter. Let me know what you thought of Snowpiercer, if you saw it. Let's get a debate going on that. Hit me up on Twitter, at Hill Street Views. All right. And with that, we're going to give shout-outs to Big Sexy and Sack, uh, Mr. Ampu. And also, I, I heard him a shout-out to uh, Afro Man and, and, the, and the brothers over there. All right. We out. See you next time. Peace out.